Hello, and welcome to the Corporate Road Podcast. I'm your host, Rush Zarabian, Managing Partner and Portfolio Manager for Corbett Road. In this episode, in light of all the recent market volatility, we thought it would be a great opportunity to discuss some facts about bear markets and market cycles in general. We analyzed bear markets and corrections throughout history, and we came away with three main takeaways. First, corrections and bear markets are very common. Second, bear markets are usually worse if they occur along with a recession. And finally, once a bear market ends, future returns have been historically excellent. We'll explore each of these points more deeply throughout this episode. Let's begin with how common corrections in bear markets actually are. Correction, which we'll define as a 10% decline from a recent market high, it occurs about every two years. For example, since the global financial crisis from 2007 to 2009, we have had a 10% decline in a calendar year in nine of the past 14 years. If you go back to 1980, we've seen double-digit declines in roughly 60% of all years. So again, we've had a 10% decline in nine of the past 14 years, and going back 40 years, we've seen them occur in roughly 60% of those years. As far as bear markets go, there's many ways that we can define a bear market, but for our study, we looked at declines of 20% from a high, whether that occurred on a closing basis or an intraday basis. We were just looking for 20% from a peak to a bottom. So historically, a bear market occurs a couple times per decade, but that's not obviously hard and fast rule. It's an example. The S&P 500 has had three such declines in just the past three and a half years. In the fourth quarter of 2018, stocks corrected 20% before they bottomed on Christmas Eve. Then there was the COVID crash in March of 2020. And of course, we have the decline from January through mid-May of this year that saw stocks on an intraday basis go down about 21%. So we've never actually seen that many bear markets or that many corrections of 20% or more occur in such a small period in the past 48 months. We've seen three of them. That's never happened before in the history of the stock market post-World War II. So the first takeaway is that stocks as an asset class are extremely volatile, and that even goes for high quality indexes like the S&P 500. There just isn't a scenario where you won't see the indexes decline at least 10% every couple of years and more than 20%, possibly multiple times a decade. So that's our first takeaway is that stocks as an asset class are extremely volatile. The second takeaway from our study is that market declines are almost always worse if they coincide with a recession. Now, there's exceptions, of course, like the crash of 1987. But on average, in the past 40 years, if the market decline occurred alongside a recession, the drawdown was twice as much versus just a regular correction, a mid-cycle correction, if you will. The average decline was 33% with a recession and only 17% when a recession did not occur along with that correction. In fact, the last three recessionary periods saw stocks drop 30% or more. The dot-com crash of 2000 to 2002, the global financial crisis 2007 to 2009, and the COVID crash. Although it was temporary, it still occurred along with a recession. Now, this would be a good time to point out that our view right now is recession risks have increased but one is not yet inevitable. We think a lot of that will depend on the path that inflation takes throughout the rest of the year and the Federal Reserve's actions in dealing with that. It is not clear yet, either of those things, if uh, the Fed will have to tighten enough to slow the economy down so much that puts us into recession. But either way, we think a recession, if it occurs, occurs in 2023, and it's not a story for this year. We're going to continue to follow MacroCast 
for guidance and to help determine the risks in the months ahead. But again, if a recession does occur, the drawdowns historically in the markets have been greater on average in the last 40 years, have been twice as great on average than if there is no recession. Our third and uh, final takeaway focuses on the aftermath of a bear market. Um, Ben Carlson on his blog, Wealth of Common Sense, he looked at the worst bear markets in history, and that includes every S&P 500 decline of approximately 30% or more. Historically, once the market bottomed, future gains were excellent on average. A year after the end of a bear market, stocks were up an average of 50%. Three years later, they were up an average of 88%. And five years later, an average of 130%. Again, one year later, up an average of 50%. Three years later, up an average of 88%. And five years after the end of a bear market, stocks were up an average of 130%. So as painful as bear markets can be, history shows that once they are over, stocks tend to do very well. So to recap, double-digit market declines occur roughly in 60% of all years. Declines of 20% or more occur roughly two to three times a decade. And on average, those declines associated with recessions are two times worse than declines that occur during the middle of a business cycle. Finally, when bear markets, especially ones that are 30% or greater, finally end, future one, three, and five-year returns have historically been excellent. That is all for now. This has been another edition of the Corporate Road Podcast. I am Rush Zarabian. I want to thank you all for listening. And of course, we welcome your feedback. Until next time.